0: In this episode of The Full Nerd, Ryzen 3000 Performance Leaks, X570, and your questions answered, maybe, kinda. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 98. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. 98, Hello. That's a lot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I see. And that's how hot it is. And, of course, (laughs) Elaine Yee to my left. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Checking in. And Adam Patrick Murray controlling the vertical
1: and horizontal. We still have not figured out what we're going to do for our 100th episode. (laughs) So, if you want to give us some ideas, please put them in our Discord channel our server, whatever. There's a link in the stuff. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should just get drunk and then just (laughs) scream out live for episode 100. I think we should just
2: do the traditional clip show.
1: Cliff Ah, that just it takes a lot of work. I'm I sorry. It's, no, I yeah. mean the lazy
2: way where we just like load random episodes. And <laughs> yeah,
1: should we bring of... it up on you? Like bring it up on YouTube or something? And you have and like, the, like, we you just have watch the wavy it? effects like a 1970s <laughs> episode of Happy Days. Like, re- like we're remembering the times.
0: Yeah, you know, because all the basically all the actors are on vacation, so they just like let's just slap
1: together the best of kind of like That's yeah, as yeah. flashbacks. We got uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I we're, we're getting some ideas in, uh, like uh, Peter says we should do a drunk Ryzen 3000 build. Surprisingly, people hmm. are talking about Ryzen 3000. Do we have anything to talk about that?
0: Yeah, we do. We have some leaked numbers. Like Once again, these are leaked numbers. Um, although this one is looking pretty good. The first one I want to bring up is uh, Ryzen 9 3950X 16 core. WCCF Tech called them out. Uh, Hassan says basically uh, Geekbench score uh, it is smoking the 18 core Core i 9 in multi-threaded benchmarks. Hmm. Supposedly, and if we believe this,
3: that's the 18 core chip, right?
0: Yeah, that's 18 core so with so the 12 Sony versus chip. 18. Yep. Yeah, sixteen versus, 16 versus eighteen. 18. Oh, and then 16. sixteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, single core does pretty well. As well uh, pretty pretty good as well. Let me see if there's any numbers. They don't actually show this. It's just, they do actually have the full results here. Interestingly, so I'm guessing somebody tested this part and forgot to unplug it from the internet and submitted the <laughs> results. But uh, that's looking really good. I
3: that's don't. that can legit happen. I've seen. I haven't done it, but I have seen other people do that and be. It's like man, just. Don't never connect your PC to Wi-Fi and just unplug the cord, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, another thing is, too, is I generally disconnect um, for testing. I've got a couple boxes pulled up for this new round of testing. But I disconnect during runs. You should be disconnected anyway because yeah, you never know when. Yeah, airplane mode. Well, yeah, you never know when Windows Update is going to do something. Although oh, airplane God. mode can screw with some stuff sometimes. It can. So depending yeah. on how they do the laptop, usually laptops.
2: It's hard to find the perfect balance between all the things.
0: But that is looking crazy, right? Cuz that is a $500 uh <laughs> Ryzen 9 3950X uh going head to head with what is that? What is the 9980XE is like 1800 bucks or 1500 uh, bucks? wasn't
1: haven't... it yeah, wasn't it 18? It's... Yeah. Wasn't this
0: the $750 chip you're talking about? Oh, 750, you're right, sorry. 750 yeah. versus uh versus 1800 bucks. So, basically less than half, which is interesting cuz I was having a discussion with another Journalists talking about how uh, technology has not really gone anywhere in the last five years, because it's just sort of like been incremental. And I said, hey, you can get a 12 core, you're going to be able to get a 12 core Ryzen chip for $500 and a 10 core. CPU was one thousand seven hundred twenty three
1: dollars. Just what <laughs> two years ago? Dude, even an eight core, you, you know, so many years ago was was really like pushing a thousand dollars. And I also pointed out. Sorry,
0: I don't want to take this off the road, but I was pointing out like SSD <laughs> prices. Late. Terabyte SSD, eighty bucks. No, right? Yep, hundred. All right, hundred. Whatever. That's pretty close. <laughs> sorry, I can't. I can't
2: let the sometimes whole time. <laughs> it
0: goes to eighty. Sometimes you find it on sale for eighty, but I mean, a hundred dollars. Terabyte SSD was like five hundred dollars just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. So I I was I pointed all this out and not have a new image and graphics increases, uh, all the other stuff that's done with ray you know, tracing. encoding, ray tracing, all these things. huge quantum leaps in performance. He was like, "Is this is this on the Mac?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I swear to God, he did ask, ah, like, oh, "Is this on the Mac?"
2: That's where the air quotes came okay, from. Okay, you're sort of like this, when you're in your little
0: <laughs> when you're in the bubble of like. I'm not seeing any of this new stuff. <laughs> my my MacBook that I bought used is the exact same, like barely faster than the one I bought four years ago. We haven't gone anywhere. It's like, dude, we've got like eight core CPUs. <laughs> you've got what are you talking about? Is this on a Mac? No.
1: no, no. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some um, uh, one our, our old, uh, not old, but the Dell XPS two-in-one video with the ninth-gen processor that we did. Yeah. Like a month ago before Computex, uh, somebody had just commented on it this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, uh, asking like, oh, I'm thinking about getting this between a MacBook Pro 13. Wow, ah, what which, which should I do? <laughs> you know, like somebody tried to convince me, and I was just like, mm. like Touch 2-in-1, 9th gen processors, like, yeah, do you sure really need convincing? I
0: know, and they're actually kind of different classes of laptops, too, because the 13's Not as light as it used to be. And uh, Mm -hmm. actually, it's a little bit lighter. But I mean, that that XPS 13 2-in-1 is is pretty tiny. So, yeah. But sorry, we should steer back to desktop stuff. Yeah. Ryzen 3000. Hang
2: on. I just got a whiff of what you're drinking from over (laughs) here. That's not okay. Uh, yeah, this is a
1: strawberry kiwi oh. hint with uh, Razor, uh, Respawn by Razor Blue Raspberry. Can, can you smell it, Anyone want to try
0: it? I yes. can't smell anything. I need Kleenex. Oh. It's <laughs> kill me. But wait a minute. You mean, did it come out as, did he burp it out, I hope? Uh, I did not burp, no. Uh-uh. No, I, it's oh, just, I
2: think it's just, just waffling. It's just that strong.
1: <laughs> but the blue raspberry, <laughs> so it's, it's so end. weird. We did yeah, the taste test, and it, the, the blue raspberry tastes very sugary, but there's no sugar in this, so... Yeah. No, no, it's yeah. it's super loose, yeah. basically. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, Ryzen 3950
0: X, and one of them be out till September. But the leaks are already starting on that, and it's looking like a pretty smoking part. I I have high confidence in these numbers. I can't say why. Somebody was asking where yeah. where did they get this part. I I don't know. So I I think it's the parts are getting to vendors now. Yep. So that's traditionally where a lot of hardware leaks are from um you know and i honestly i don't know how much of this is also intentional leaking just to mess with intel too so i i don't know but you know you would think if you're amd you just want to kind of land on intel with a surprise but it seems like the way uh amd has been wanting to work it is they've been just wanting to just continually th- there's no there's not much of a secret left it's a, it's a slow build up you know with like new yeah. new leaks new information every couple of weeks just to keep the hype hype train going got to have that momentum I-
3: I do find it interesting, though, because I remember talking about it last episode that we were all together as well, that it's, again, it's Geekbench, which I find real weird. So I think it's funny that we keep seeing Geekbench in particular over and over again.
2: It's, for me, and when I've seen this, it makes me want to still wait to get other benchmarks before I form my final opinion of it.
0: Yeah. No, and obviously, you always want to wait. And this is Geekbench, but I'm just going to hint that I I do have... (laughs) I do have high confidence that this 16-core uh, Ryzen part is going to perform pretty damn well. I'm not mm. going to say more, but it's. I would not be surprised if this performance actually matches what we see when we get a final part. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. you got to wait, though. Although the interesting thing is, although nobody's reviewed it, um, and the it doesn't actually even come out until next Sunday. Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. A week Sunday, from Sunday. Yep. Yeah, like seven, a week and, seven, and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's already reviewed it, the world exclusive. Let's give it shout out to, I don't know, is it El Chapuzas? This we should have Adam pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, El Chapuzas Informatico. It has an eight ball, but basically they claim to have reviewed a Ryzen 5 3600, which is the non high wattage part, Very uh, so it's a 65 watt TDP part. Uh, They did only review it on X470, not an X570, but we know Mm. AMD has said uh, there's no performance differences between the chipsets, although I do want to point out that unless the person had the latest chipset drivers, and we don't know if they did or not, and I I can't rely on the translation to say, but uh, the drivers may actually give them more performance. They have this clock ramping feature that's Mm. been improved with the new part, but you have to have the new driver for it. But the performance is looking pretty damn respectable. I mean, the I'll just kick this out. Uh, their tests, although his results are a little bit lower than what I'm seeing, um, on the Ryzen 5 3600 uh, on X470, supposedly hitting 1561 instead of been 15, multi-threaded, and the single. And to give you context, a uh, 2700X is 1778, and the 9900K that they tested is 1928. Uh, then I probably for both of those, those are a little bit lower than what I get. But for a 65 watt part to basically, and, and this is crazy, it's the 65 watt part has the same Cinebench score as a Ryzen 7 1700X which was not the low power part.
2: Right. And when you say that this is lower than what you get, what you're talking about is the existing parts that you already have in hand, which is like 9900K and all right. that, right?
0: Yeah. And I'm actually, I just, I just ran the benchmark yesterday. I've run MCE on, MCE off, but um, I'm, it's on multi-threaded. The the uh, 9900K is pushing over 2000. This is 1928. It's, you know, not, not a huge difference either way. I don't know which way uh, he ran it or she. Let's find out who it is. This is Ivan Martinez ran these tests. Uh, and then for single threaded performance in Cinebench 15, uh, i9 9900K. Uh, I'm assuming he tested it as well. Fresh test 204. This is a surprising part. Uh, it makes mm-hmm. me kind of wonder. Uh, Ryzen 5 3600 non high wattage part on X470 196 looking real good <laughs> it's like whoa yeah so single if, thread performance yeah, wow
2: full chart is just three parts here so i'm looking at it over gordon shoulder. Nine hundred k you have the 3600 and then you have the ryzen 7 2700x and the 3600 outdoes its single core performance for the 20, versus the 2700x
0: yeah so uh s- ryzen 7 2700x he got a 176 i can give you our updated uh, numbers, but that's, that's about in line with what I'm, what I'm seeing out of the 2700X with the fresh OS and fresh drivers, new BIOS and all that stuff. 9900K, he is seeing 204, but 196 versus 204 in single threaded against a yeah. 9900K. And it, I'm seeing a little bit higher, maybe 215, yeah. 220.
2: And the price difference between those two parts makes that even more, uh, exciting.
0: 550 yep. on the street versus, what is a, What's oh, it I'm going blanking. To
2: go for? I'm blanking. It's probably I mean it's a rise, Yeah, it's a Ryzen 5 part, so it's in the high 200 oh, probably range.
0: Let's let's get the exact price. Uh it's going to be for the 3600 it's going to be oh no, that can't be right, is
2: it? <laughs> I'll double
0: check. I think it is though, but that that does sound correct. Uh, Ryzen 5 3600 will be 199.
2: Yep. Oh, 199. Wow.
0: Yeah.
3: That makes sense. I mean, the Woo. uh 2500, I believe it was called. And uh, the the Ryzen 5 chips from the second gen were I think 250 and 200.
0: Yeah. Uh 3600 when you go to 95 watt TDP is 249. Uh those are both the 6 cores. Wait a minute. 199. Is this right? That just seems
1: Yep, everyone says
0: 199.
2: That's just crazy. That that's even more bonkers.
0: Yeah, those Ryzen
2: five
3: chips have been no joke. I'm real excited to see how these ones, this generation. Uh, so six twelve
0: versus eight sixteen,
1: and it's it's pretty damn good. Well, right? but uh, a lot of people are wondering in chat. I mean, should we trust these? You know, is this, I don't know how, how trusted are these. Well, I benchmarks? will say this this uh,
0: review, and I do believe it is a review by Ivan Martinez. Ivan Martinez from El Chapusas Informático. See, I tried, Adam. I tried. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Ivan shows pictures of the CPU, and he, (laughs) to tell you how he blurred it, because I will say, you don't know. If you're one of these people who likes to cross that line and leak information, if you run a high res image of that cpu there's a good chance whoever gave you that cpu is going to get busted because they're they're going to be able to track it to where yep. it came from he ran pictures of the front and the back of it blurred out he ran pictures of it in the motherboard blurred out of the cpu itself now if you believe he's making it up completely um i i don't think i don't know i've never heard of the site but you know google sort of confines us to our language I don't know if it's real or not, but I suspect it is. I mean, I can't imagine somebody wanting to go out. If I were the kind of person that was going to go out and leak information, if I were going to completely fabricate it, i would just not do that because who's ever going
1: to believe you again right well yeah. uh and our uh our friend from wccf tech keith uh in the chat hi keith. Oh, hey, keith uh friend of the show he says uh you know you could always just go back and look at the person's previous reviews just right. to see their track record
0: well keith that um, would
1: never require doing homework
0: <laughs> and learning <laughs> spanish
1: <laughs> you think we're gonna have people
0: do homework yeah that would really i mean yeah i i think it's probably real i think there's a good chance it's like a 75 chance is pretty pretty spot on right because you know you always wonder but you know keith keith is right if the person has especially and i will i would tell you or after doing this for 20 years you'd, you'd come up to major cpu launches and i swear to god a week and a half or a week before anand the man himself would like hey he would just like, he's having a review, right? And you'd go, you'd go to cry to AMD or Intel or Nvidia and you'd say, what's up with this? Anon had his review. We're like, we don't know. Partners gave it to him. You don't mm-hmm. know who gave it to him. Well, because it's Anon and who he was in the industry, there's nothing, nothing you can do about it, right? right. And, and actually, at a certain point, you used to get angry because they steal all your thunder. But then at a certain point, it's like, oh, actually, as a reviewer, I like having this <laughs> early preview because I trusted Anon. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> I knew he had the parts, he had the sources for it. And, like, you know, at the end, he wasn't wrong. So it was like, I know what to expect. It sort of helps me form an opinion, like, because sometimes you don't know when you get these parts. Um, it's oh. good to have sanity check. It's good yeah, to have good. sanity check. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at a text message.
3: That's people always get bent out of shape. Uh, if you look in forums, they don't quite understand the purpose of reviewer guides from Intel and AMD and NVIDIA. They're like, oh, they're telling you what benchmarks to run and stuff like that. Uh, that's not the case. That's you know that's them saying we use these hardware configurations, these are the results that we got. So it's like a sanity check for you. So what yeah. Gordon's saying about Bond is just an independent version of that, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's just good to have one more thing. I mean, there are re- hardware reviewers. We all know them that, that don't like to look at anything else before they write the review. They don't want to like, they don't want to think like. Dark don't Phoenix. They don't want to think Dark Phoenix sucked. I don't want to read two reviews here. <laughs> like you can watch Dark Phoenix, he could tell you like. oh, this is- Nobody's in that theater <laughs> for a reason, right? Sorry, <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, 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 have high confidence. This is probably real. I well, don't think this person is going to go that far out on
1: a uh, We got a couple questions from uh, the chat. Uh, the first one being, what can Intel do if if this is true? What does this mean for Intel? You know,
0: well, there were rumors. Are they dead? There Rip? are rumors. I've not. I have not asked them, so it's it's, it's a little unfair. But uh, I will say there are rumors that they are going to do a price cut on their existing parts. And that came from DigiTimes, which gets dumped on because they always, uh,
3: their iPhone rumors turn out to be bunk. But when it comes to the PC supply chain, they tend to be pretty accurate, actually.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, DigiTimes on pricing, usually spot on, especially for PC components. So I think there's a good chance they're going to cut prices. Huh.
1: And wh- so, so where would that put uh, b- b- between the the ones on the chart? Like, how, how much closer does it get? You know, I I don't know. You know, I mean,
2: Wait, what I'm do you not mean, good at math. I'm what not do you mean by closer.
1: Well, I mean, if they're going to drop prices, say what ten percent? Oh, you talking about his money chart? Compared to the comparable, yeah. Oh, well, no, not even just the money chart. The the chart from the review. You know, the the one that was. Oh, we never performing showed the money enough. chart, did we? <laughs> oh, your your prediction on the money thing. Oh, that was the money. did we ever?
0: We never even showed that money chart. But I I don't know. Huh? I, I have to look at that now to see whether. So anyway, somebody talks. So let me find it and yeah. send it But the to Adam. thing is,
2: is that even if they drop the price, it doesn't necessarily. Ch- it's not going to change performance. It's just going to change the p- potential value proposition.
1: Yeah. Well, w- which is where AMD tries to play, right? You know, they're, they're trying to play in that sure. value prop for a while, but now they're catching up in performance, and it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, but
2: even so, here's the thing. So even if Intel drops the prices, that's not going to change the core count on their True. chips.
0: Yeah. True. It won't. It- so
2: you know, depending on your use case. It might make it a little more attractive, but it might nece- not necessarily push you over.
1: True. Oh, I But with that, it. you know, that the, the history of Intel behind it, or, you know, in some cases, like, I, I, I really like QuickSync, you know, That's, things right, like sure. that. That's, so.
3: It's going to be crazy if that turns out to be true when they do drop prices, because Intel's like NVIDIA... Uh, they don't drop prices. Right. Like If you go and try and buy an 8,700K right now, it's still going to be the same price that it was when it was new. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Any price discounts are from the retailers who are selling them, not because of Intel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't... I mean, the the the, the rumors are a 15% price cut, right? Yep. I'm going to imagine sort of across the board, but I don't think that's going to be enough in some ways i don't
2: think so because my first reaction to that and admittedly i live in a high cost of living state but i was like oh so that covers my sales tax yeah i was about to think <laughs> that
1: too because what here it's what 12 percent? Uh, no it's 10%? like more
2: like 10 percent. okay yeah. uh but even still i mean that leaves yeah. you with like a five percent discount which is i mean it's still five percent discount but it's not as exciting as something you know larger
1: uh so zach is wondering maybe a little too prematurely uh when do we think prices for ryzen 3000 SKUs will would drop like traditionally in the past you know like ryzen has dropped a little bit over time like what when does that curve usually happen
2: I mean, are we talking about in terms of sanctioned by AMD or from the retailers just promoting the products?
1: I mean, AMD probably wouldn't do it, would they? Like, it'd probably have to to, be retailers. The first
2: two generations,
1: you start to see some
3: major discounts start to show up around Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Like, they've run some crazy CPU promotions. If they're still looking to get market share, I'd expect to see that again. Yep. But what's a little bit different this year is that the previous two generations of Ryzen launched in the spring, and now this is going to be solidly summer right. when it's launched. Mm. Right, so True. that's
2: influencing, or could influence, rather, how much of a discount we see at Black Friday because mm-hmm. they won't have been in the market for as long.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think, though, I I don't think AMD's playing price, the price wars this time. I know they like market shares. They're priced reasonably, very, very reasonably. reasonably, for the performance mm-hmm. you're going to get. Yeah. I think they're also priced so that they're just out of reach for Intel to come down and fight with them. Because yep, five hundred dollars for the eight core eight sixty or the twelve six twelve twenty four part. Mm-hmm. What's Intel going to really bring their prices down? <laughs> they, there really isn't much Intel can do to mess with that part on pricing. That's I don't true. think they want to go that far down. Intel doesn't want to devalue you know their brand in a lot True. of ways because you know the, the old saying is you can't raise prices you can lower them but you can't well, raise them And nvidia has been raising prices and so they've yeah. been raising prices and <laughs> see how i mean that's yeah. that's probably been a lot of the resistance to it so intel may keep prices high because they just sort of think well realistically we still own you know 70 percent of the, the market for even on desktop probably more than that yep. uh although so- on enthusiasts it's arguably a lot, a lot less these days
3: Something I find interesting that I haven't really seen talk about much about these new AMD parts is that AMD actually did raise prices this generation too. Mm. If you go back and look at the seven series second gen, they launched at three thirty and mm-hmm. three hundred. Yeah. Whereas this time around, the cheap one I believe is three thirty. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, three thirty gets you the eight sixteen. So Ryzen seven three thousand seven hundred X, a single CC, uh, gosh, CCD, yeah. CCI, I forget what it is, but. 8164436 base for 329 and it's if that <clears throat> that according to that uh, that website the Ryzen 5 3600 walks all over the 2700x basically
2: yeah the thing is i mean i noticed something similar Brad but i feel like unlike with nvidia they they um, arrange their stack of chips in a way that doesn't feel bad right so it makes yeah. sense that they have a part that's comparable to that same price point on the Intel side. Um and even though that's a different spot in the stack than it used to be, it doesn't feel bad because you still have the familiar like points that you would expect.
3: I wholeheartedly agree actually. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Wow, you can get a 12-core chip for 500 bucks." Not, "Wow, you can get the high-end GeForce for 1200 bucks."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: True, true.
0: I'm just still trying to square that Cinebench 15, that single-threaded, because 196 is, uh, by the spec, uh, it's a 4.2 four, 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 two, uh, boost, say, maybe building a 100, 200 megahertz for the XFR stuff. So maybe 4.4 four versus a basically single-threaded, a 9800K is usually 5 gigahertz, 4.9, right? At that, at least. hmm, hmm. But 204 versus 196 is just sort of like... That is just like... What? That's a what? And the twenty seven x is 176, which is what I'm pretty similar to what I'm seeing. So that that is a very, very decent um, score for... Uh,
2: it's exciting.
0: For a part down at, at 4-4. It's exciting.
2: That's exciting. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's exciting, but exciting in a way that... Uh, as a risk not risk averse, but it's conservative type personality. I s- would like to see the numbers for myself oh, on of a course. Machine. And I'm not saying that no one else does but for me to feel fully excited I always f- need to feel like there's firsthand experience with it
0: You know, and I, I would argue that is one of the problems with leaks is when because you have good leaks that are legitimately Close to what the final parts are gonna be and then there's these wild crazy ones that get expectations out of the ballpark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People expect like sixteen core Ryzen, two hundred right? and twenty nine dollars. Right? Then you are like, oh, that's insane! <laughs> yeah, that it would is be insane. Amazing. Five not, gigahertz. It's so insane. It's <laughs> not <cores>. real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but what if it was? Yeah. Seriously. Um. Oh, so. Wait. Brad was going to say something. Oh yes, yeah, sir.
3: I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, put you right on the spot. Um,
1: so you know, talk about leaks and all this stuff is is fine and well. But uh, we have people in the chat asking uh, when can we expect our reviews of the Ryzen stuff, and that's just kind of a softball to talk about. You know what's what's going on. That's Seven, seven Oh, so I, I honestly can't. I don't even know when. Can't say
0: anyway. Even if I did, I don't. I don't know. And even if I did know, I couldn't say. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna guess if the CPUs are on seven seven. You know, you'll probably
1: see everything then. Makes sense. Isn't it weird that it's launching on a Sunday? Yeah. Especially after a long American weekend. Yeah, that actually is uh, Adam trying to get me to bring out my
0: reasons because this has been a big discussion here. <laughs> I'm sure it's a discussion every single person reviewing. Any of the new parts from AMD is launch of July 7th
2: mm-hmm.
0: at whatever 9 a.m. Eastern is basically a Sunday. Of the 4th of July weekend.
2: It's a long weekend for us this year. For people yeah.
0: not in the United States, it's a four-day weekend. Everybody's at the lake in their speedboat, you know, drinking Budweiser. It's not... Well, <laughs> hot dogs. I'll be camping. I'll cooking be camping. Hot dogs. Yeah, you know, or you're camping like Brad. So it is really... It is an, it's really a head-scratcher. One, it makes it really uh, stressful for anybody trying to review hardware. Um, and I, I think it's sort of like... Well, it seems like you want the largest market in the in the world for that, you know, with the money uh, in the U.S. to sort of launch with the part, sort of like everybody wake up, you see the parts, everybody gets excited. But it's actually the day before. That works for everybody else, everywhere else in the world. But in the United States, it seems odd to want to leave out a pretty, you know, decently large country in this. So and you know, it makes it hard on us. Oh, so I, well, yeah, I and like you so, have
2: a theory, right?
0: So I will say normally... <laughs> Let's say if let's 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 go back because I know everybody likes to make up crazy theories about Intel or NVIDIA because, you know, villains and all this. They're not villains, but everybody wants them to be the villain in this. If Intel says, hey, we're doing that 9900 KS part, you're going to get the sample right before the 4th of July and the reviews embargo lifts on July 7th, a Sunday. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? <laughs> this Obviously, so everybody, I will tell you exactly what everybody will do, even though it has no bearing on anything. Everybody will go to their jump to conclusion, Matt, and say, you're launching on this bad day because you want to hide this part. You don't want, you think it's it's not going to be good.
1: Right? And they would say that for NVIDIA as well, probably. They would say the same thing for NVIDIA. If there were a
0: 2090 Ti Super Cajofragilistic and you launched it on, or, I'm like, we're going to launch it christmas eve right what this is christmas eve. you would you would think you know because you always announce bad news before the weekend that's why most governments on a friday bad governments before big holidays because you want to bury it in the news cycle you don't want anybody to know about it right that's yeah. what everybody would say this is crazy right you give reviewers not enough time to review the parts so they have to make snap judgments to make the embargo on that sunday so that's what everybody would say, and that actually is the right. That's what everybody would say, right? But you yep. know what? Is there anything here that would indicate <laughs> that AMD wants to hide performance on the new parts? Ryzen nine nine Geekbench, seven, Not a bench, <laughs> <nine in Cinebench, laughs> not anything that's that's leaking. So I honestly don't think. Which the normal logical conclusion is: you want to bury this part, make not people, make people not pay attention to it. Is they don't care. <laughs> it's huh? like, because your AMD is like, it's so good. We we don't care. What, what are you going to do?
1: Well, I mean, but if, if they didn't care, they could have done it a, a different week. I mean, they right?
0: don't care because it's like, you know what? They, they know how good strong this part is they know how good okay, this part okay sorry i was having so, trouble
2: following you so i think what you're saying <laughs> i'm saying is
0: they don't care it's right like, so you're saying know, is it's that it's so good. They it's know it's so, so good they they know it's so good
2: they can launch on a sunday and it'll basically sell after itself. a four
0: day long weekend right because this is a this is the a exact a, a conversation we had it's like july 7th because you know in in, <laughs> so in we the, had
2: this conversation yesterday in the announcement
0: <laughs> lisa sue said seven 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 nan first nan it's first, nan- first seven nanometer desktop part uh, on July on seventh, mm-hmm. seventh, seven, 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 right, right, which is good luck if you're in Vegas. But um, and you know, I think a lot of people say, well, that's really you're going to move it to Sunday just for that, just for the, just for the symbolism of that. Uh... A lot of people want that the momentum of getting a big launch just to push things along, but they don't need the big momentum on this part. I really think they are so confident that these parts are going to be just. I mean, look at these leaks; they're crazy, right? They I, they're so confident. I think that they don't care. It, it, it is worth the symbolism of that date because they know this part is not going to lose.
2: It's worth wait the symbolism of that date and the undying, uh, maybe not bitterness, but maybe mild resentment of tech reviewers to lose out on
1: their you know, long but weekend. See, <laughs> see, this is the thing though. It's not just tech reviewers. Like that all the people at AMD are going to be all hands on deck through that weekend as well. Like, why would they force no, their workers? No, they'll just say we'll answer like, it on Monday. We'll answer that on Monday. We uh, don't know. I think it's a
2: little nuts. different for them because it's when when you're launching a product. You're so excited for it that yeah. you probably wouldn't see it as, you know, an obligation.
1: Oh, but still, like, you know, yeah. Like, to to be like, oh, hey, listen, we got this big part and You don't get to take a long weekend. You're going to have to do everything up till the last minute. I'm <laughs>
2: sure they're going to be. They, they've got everything set. So it's more of like just being on call, monitoring, monitoring to make sure nothing, you know, goes up in flames. It's not going to be something like... I'm sorry, mommy can't play with you because I have to be in an office for four days.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, I, I just think it's that. You know, I, I think it's any part of big, big projects. They didn't like, you know. Hey, we can't launch Apollo 11 on Sunday because that's what, <laughs> you know just really you go for. It. We're like we got to hit this. That's that's the moonshot. You make it that day, right? Everybody works up to that point. I, I think it's like movie launches, you know, moonshot launches. The big product launches you just go with it Everybody sort of it's part of it yeah you're right and, and reviewers will be bitter but it doesn't matter <laughs> i will say after having many many weekends and holidays and all kinds of things wrecked in my life over the years by hardware reviews you, you just deal with it it's it's just the way the game is so, so nobody holds any you never hold it against the product
1: uh do do we want to say you know um our our coverage plans uh, at all uh, are, are going to get affected by this
0: uh we'll see what we can
1: do i mean
0: it's i think we'll try to hit whatever date it is but it will be tough you know so we'll see right because it's it's a little i i don't know it's because i don't know it's what we can weekend. talk about when we can talk yeah. about it but I, I think we'll get something out so you know come back we'll we'll talk about it definitely on monday because
1: that's in the united states uh, and then yeah, we, the other the full, be full nerd on tuesday after afterwards is it well. tuesday or monday Oh, I think we'll do a full nerd okay. on Tuesday, but uh, we'll, we'll have something on Monday for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm not coming in on Sunday. Wait, so you guys all buy my theory? I, I'm
0: just kind of wondering. That they're, that just, they're just okay I mean- with it? No, that they like, they, they're they so, we, they got so much swagger, well, whatever. You know, they're just yeah. going to drop that part, I right? Thought- I just think.
2: I think I'm still they don't need that boost. They don't. on the part where I thought you were going to say something super outlandish. And so this is so reasonable
0: <laughs> that I no, uh, don't really have
2: a strong opinion. Come on, you know how the internet
0: wheels turn. If you had taken any vendor that people don't like... And you had them do a short launch period, no, on a, right? I,
2: I totally understand where you're coming Everybody from. Everybody says that, I, but I all I have to say is like, hmm, yeah, that sounds reasonable, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? But it actually makes sense because I mean, there's yeah. nothing. I mean, we'll see, right? You got to wait for reviews, but I don't think it's going to be that way. If it were, it'd be interesting because it actually is a better story for us in the media. But I don't think it's going to be that way. I really do believe this is just like, yeah, it's it's worth it. We don't we don't need that lift. No, I agree I mean I agree with you. They've
2: proven themselves in the past two generations that they've been proving every time. So when they so now they've kind of set the expectation where if they say it's gonna be better yet again this time, people are going to believe them.
0: Right. More likely to at least. I just hope people remember this. Because if (laughs) NVIDIA or Intel do a launch, it's a short period on a weekend. Uh, And you see those stories because you will see those stories and and videos where people say, oh, well, they just did this launch because they want to hide it, cover it up, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You got to give it the same treatment. You got to treat the part for what it is, not how it was introduced. True. The uh, uh,
3: shortest turnaround I've had on a graphics card review is I got a graphics card in Express delivered to me at like 5 o'clock at night ahead of a 9 o'clock a.m. in the morning embargo
1: date. (laughs) (laughs) Jerks uh well the one of the last questions from from the chat was uh regarding the the leaked review or whatever the early review um is that it was on a 470 board and not a 570 board right does does that matter also then we get to talk about 570 well i'm assuming (laughs) i'm assuming they
0: updated the bios if 470 has support for it amd has sworn up and down it doesn't make any difference in performance 470 to 570 Um, and if they ran all the benchmarks correctly and i'm going to give that benefit of the doubt then no it's not going to matter shouldn't matter the only issue i think is driver support for that new clock ramping feature they have where Mm. um the chip goes from basically a a, you know low power mode to full power mode they cut the latency from like 15 I'm going off memory here 50 nanoseconds to like five nanoseconds so it's (laughs) it's very decent actually probably milliseconds but it's 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 a very big improvement for the clock ramping feature. If okay. that's not enabled, I don't know how much that affects performance. All
3: right. If it does make a difference, it would presumably only get better.
0: Yeah, and it's only going to get better, right? So hopefully, we, you know, you assume that, but it doesn't. Life doesn't always work that way when you assume it. So, All right. uh, You did want to talk about what now? Let's
1: talk about X five seventy.
0: Well, bam! I'm going to do it. I think I can do this. Uh-oh. I got a text message. I think we're what? okay.
2: So, can we? Well, we showed the box, so that's yeah. our new thing.
1: Well, what is, what can, is in this box? Can we do
2: anything more with this box? Can I flip it over? Who's I it?
1: think
0: we are going to flip this up. You want to do it? It's a we'll box of
2: Am I actually unboxing this?
0: Who made it? it? Who made it? What Wait, is it? Hold on. Let's just, we're just going to show it off. We're
2: just going to show this box. Here we go.
0: It's the MSI Meg X570 Ace board, which I think is one of their mid range boards. Nice. Um,
2: How much is this one?
0: God, I don't have my notebook in front of me. Because so,
2: mid-range now, when it comes to X570, well, yeah, with X570 <laughs> mid-range,
0: I'm gonna guess it's uh, probably in the three-ish range. Ooh. I mean, the range of X570 boards that I've seen from two different vendors now ranges from seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. down to one eighty-ish. Yeah. So, I think there are options that are there for on the sort of like lower end, but. Traditionally, the on that very low end board, you with X three seventy, X four seventy, it would have been more like a hundred dollars, right? You're probably a little more up to speed on yeah. this than I am. So with X five seventy, the lowest end boards really hover in the one eighty to two hundred dollar range. Uh-huh. They're kind of stripped, but you know. So the reasons I've been given are, you know, obviously um, the cost PCIe four is you need you need a higher quality board you need these better trace layouts you need to maintain, you know you need these redrivers you need to maintain this integrity it's just pricier in general than x470 to implement the chipset's a little more expensive as well um but also there's tariffs that are that are a factor as well so people are sort yeah. of yep. the tariffs have actually increased the prices of boards so it's all sort of built into it and, and unless it changes like they move their production somewhere else it's probably going to maintain there
2: yeah that's
3: unfortunate and i'm not i'm not sure if it's been confirmed or whatnot but i've noticed that a lot of the boards have fans on them too and yep. people say that because pcie 4 you need more robust cooling oh, systems helped. as
2: well
0: yeah yeah because i i we may have talked about it already but um they i know brad's not not into the unboxing but i just want to break it out <laughs> so people can see the motherboard itself uh mm, i don't mind unboxing a nice looking motherboard like that <laughs>
2: though yeah <laughs> it has leds like
0: gold accents uh because remember, the uh, so the, pretty. the PCH, I'm calling PCH, this is Southbridge, technically, I guess, if they you go by the non-Intel nomenclature. The PCIe chip in the Southbridge is basically the IO die from the CPU. So it's about, I've heard ranges from 11 to 15 to 16 watts under load. Um, definitely, you have to keep it cool can maintain mm-hmm. performance pcie 4 does use more power but it's actually and i think the price steve gave x570 he said 40 bucks which seems like wow that's a lot for chipset and it's funny i was looking at actually older chipsets and the x58 chipset for the original nihilum core i7 was 74 dollars. <laughs> oh yeah
3: so 40 well, is not that bad <laughs> no 40 is not that
0: bad relatively but um you know, overall, it's, it's going to be pricier. I I think it's interesting. You have this very high end range. These boards are realistically pushing up to six hundred dollars to seven hundred dollars, and they're just adding all these features, which you know, good sign for AMD, which you never would have seen before. Because I'm sure, from the motherboard point of view, you know, I we really don't think people are going to put a two hundred dollars CPU into a six hundred dollar motherboard, kind no. of that. But you know, you're putting a seven hundred dollar CPU into a seven hundred dollar motherboard. That probably makes Makes more sense. Sense to some people who want to spend that much money for extra features. Yep. No Thunderbolt 3 on the sport, as we know. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Somebody just asked that. Uh, also, Peter's asking um, how well uh, do we think DDR4 can be overclocked on X470 compared to X570? Uh, and also, how will it impact the topology on one dim per channel and God, the Daisy channel on two DIMMs per I channel? I unfortunately can't remember that. They did talk
0: about how far you can push these parts. I don't have the notes from in front of me from editor's day, but you are getting very, very high clocks. They actually have decoupled how the, their, the DDR is connected to the memory, so it's not as as reliant on having high DDR uh, clocks. But, I mean, Computex, everybody was like, I, I think somebody was saying, I think MSI was even saying into the 5000 range. So very high 4.7, high wow. 5. So the memory the memory controller you can just push really really high memory clocks which you couldn't really with ryzen second second gen is what i understand from computex uh and as well from the amd uh, editors day so that is public information so it
1: definitely runs very decently uh also a friend of the show zach's asking uh how about the nvme pcie 4 ssd one that just went up you know for for sale today are they worth it on x570 do you think it's worth uh, you
3: it? wouldn't know until you test them? Yeah.
1: yeah. Which 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 SSD was it? It was, it was the Corsair one. Up oh,
0: I, they're basically all the files on controllers. Corsair did intimate to me that at Computex like we're going to, you know, we have we have leadership in and we've got tons of stuff. You know, we've got the expertise. Their feeling is of all these PCIe 4 SSDs that are going to be out there, they are going to be the ones mostly in people's faces. Nice. So they're going to have a lot of them out. Is it worth it? I don't know. I saw crystal benchmarks from Computex that look good. You know, five, five, uh, five write, what, 4.7 read? No, five, five write, 4.7 read. I forget that backwards, but I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I will mention one thing that was interesting. Um, you have to remember even though you have a in the south bridge here, you have PCIe 4 that basically runs all a lot of the hardware here. Um one of a lot of the boards, the M.2 slot, so you have like this one has 3. If you have 3 of those, two of them will probably come off the south bridge, right? Off the PCIe 4 controller. The other one will go directly to the CPU because the CPU has, remember the dedicated uh 4 PCIe 4 Gen lanes. They can go to wherever they want. But um, where, which slot, uh, you're going to want to be in the one that goes to the CPU, obviously, for probably the best performance, because then you're not squeezing through the those shared lanes going to the CPU. Right. And certain board makers have put them in different locations for reasons. Uh, MSI told me most of their boards, the uh, PCIe 4 controllers up here, PCIe, that's directly to the CPU. And then some of the higher end ones, they actually put it at the bottom, um, because they really think that if you're running... You're going to buy one of these super expensive SSDs. Um, you're going to want it away from the the GPU, away from the heat. So it's actually sort of like the top one, and for a lot of them, will be uh, PCIe 4. Oh, that's nice. That's nice to think about that. Yeah. And then some of them, it'll be in the bottom. So, But you definitely want to read the manual. Hopefully, they actually tell you that. I will say, actually, you know what was interesting? Uh, just going through the manual, there's no Thunderbolt 3, but um, I didn't realize... Some of the USB ports can change configuration depending on which. Some of the USB ports can change depending on which CPUs you put in them, which is kind of interesting because hmm. the some of the parts have you know USB Gen two. Some don't, mm-hmm. I guess. Cool,
3: interesting. I think one thing looking at that, one thing it just makes me think of that I find interesting is if you remember all the way back at the first Ryzen launch, like motherboards were super slow to come out. They were basically rehashes of Intel boards. They were buggy. <clears throat> ITX took forever. Two yeah. generations later, man. I mean, like they're actually like these are real nice high-end boards coming out specifically to support Ryzen and PCIe four and stuff. Yeah. And I think just the motherboard support says a lot about how far AMD's come in just a few years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is. I mean, what they were seven for the original launch, <laughs> and that was a, <laughs> that was a, that was that was a rolling launch, right? They were just kind of it was they were new BIOS plates every day, every other day. So uh, they've really matured in that time.
2: It's a Mm -hmm. really great sign. The one thing I am curious about is how well it'll be embraced by actual consumers because, I mean... AMD positioned itself as more of a budget-friendly brand. And so for X570, which, you know, admittedly isn't more of an enthusiast chipset type, you know, type board to begin with. But even still, I just wonder how many people are going to stick with X470 because they just can't justify to themselves that they're going to spend that much money for much more money for a motherboard that they won't be using all the features of yet because they're more budget minded to begin
0: with. I, and I think that's one thing they're, they are doing is X470 is going to live sort of like you X470 basically is your cheap version of X570. It's your high end chipset. You just don't go PCIe 4, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, honestly, if you're looking at buying the Ryzen 5 3600 for 200 bucks, you pick up a $130 X470 board. Were you really going to go out and buy a, you know, $2,000 PCIe 4 SSD to go with it? Probably not. know right Mm -hmm. so that's probably i think that's part of the strategy with it
2: i just maybe this is the pessimist in me i would just hate for you know motherboard makers to support this so strongly and then you know them not actually getting a return on that you know investment because people decide to play it much more budget-minded yeah
3: i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if uh Like we see a lot of enthusiast adoption of Ryzen 3000 series and X570 because it is something new. It is PCIe 4. I wouldn't be surprised with all that. Like if you're budget minded uh, to begin with, I think the B350, 455, 50 line always makes a lot more sense for the majority of people anyway. And those ones shouldn't be as expensive because it doesn't have PCIe 4, I don't believe.
2: Right. It's just more of, I kind of, so the, like the Ryzen 5 3600, that is going to be in that area where a lot of people are going to gravitate towards. And I feel like (laughs) more people are excited about that just from the buzz I've been kind of, you know, picking up on. And so I feel like in that particular area, it's not, you know, bottom barrel budget, but it's still more budget minded. And so I can't quite see that group of people going for the X570 type boards.
1: Yeah. Uh, we have somebody who is uh I missed who said it. Uh, somebody's asking why? Why are we talking? Oh, flash photo front of the show. Flash photo. Uh, why are we talking about PCIe four? We have PCIe six coming. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's crazy. It just right? got announced.
2: Never yes. knew PCIe five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to to wrap up this segment, so we can get to questions yes. before we get out of here. Uh, Blue kid is asking if we can get a cliff notes of what is new on these boards and why should we replace second gen boards why should if maybe if we yeah, um,
3: pcie 4 yeah
1: yeah that's it <laughs> and thunderbolt 3 on some of them yeah uh, on, like, on, 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 one. on one of them <laughs> <laughs> one.
2: and also gordon weren't you saying the whole uh the driver support for the uh, uh i think that key? should be
0: supported in x5 470 it, it's for so for the clock ramping feature the faster clock ramping It's in the Ryzen 3000s. It's just a new chipset driver. I imagine it'll also be enabled on on X470. It's mostly for PCIe 4. And again, if you don't need a PCIe 4 uh, GPU, um, most people are not going to. And you don't plan on buying a PCIe 4 SSD in the meantime. That does not make those old boards irrelevant. It doesn't make anything old irrelevant. There's still great parts, so.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. One last thing. Uh, Whiskey Omega is uh, saying that we should mention X590. Uh, What's up with that? Is that real? Uh, I saw uh, there was some rumor there was X590.
0: I think Steve over at Nexus addressed this in a video on his channel. He basically said, uh, from talking around, X590 was a very early, early consideration for what they were going to call X570. So X590 would have been probably a PCIe 4 chipset. Right, mm-hmm. so hey, oh, X590 higher end, and then possibly I'm guessing they maybe thought like maybe we can just rebrand X470. Uh, so we rev the boards, you get a spin out of it, you do X570 with PCIe 3, X590, PCIe 4. Uh, at some point, they said, Yeah, this, let's just not even do that. Everybody mm-hmm. just went in on, on PCIe 4, it seems like. I mean, again, there were 40 motherboards supposedly at Computex. Okay. So wow. it's a big yeah. launch yeah. with plenty of boards. I think the motherboard vendors realized they didn't want to try to market a 570 because people are probably not going to want it. If you want that performance thing, you want X570,
1: you know, mm. the newest and greatest and latest and greatest. Okay, uh, let's switch over to some questions. Uh, if you have some questions, uh, we have a whole question channel on the full nerd, full nerd Discord that you can just throw it in there at any time. We'll hold it on till the uh, the next episode, and we've been doing that for the past couple weeks. But first, I've got a couple questions from the Actually, YouTube chat. I uh, would uh, yes.
2: Why don't we get to that email question? Because that oh, one right. is we've been holding for a oh, long, yeah. long time. Oh,
1: yeah, email question first then. All right, uh
0: this is from Matthew Harris. Look, I got your name right. Nice. some folks. Hi folks, I love your show. I love fast new PCs, but the but hate the fact that Windows bloat and constant updates can make even the fastest PC slow and frustrating to use. Are there any meaningful alternatives out there you can recommend, or should I try and tweak my Windows settings
1: to improve the experience? I think everyone in the chat is going to yell Linux. <laughs> yeah.
3: There actually are some Linux distributions that are made specifically to have a very small footprint to run on older, like if you have an old desktop. The idea is you can take this and sell it on it. It's super low overhead. That would work great if you're, you know, interested in pure speed and you can do what you need to do on Linux, which not everyone can do. Um, but on Windows, I mean, I think if you... Every time you get a major feature update, Windows tries to reinstall Candy Crush and shit like that or stuff like that. Uh, you just got to get rid of it. <laughs> but you can go into the Task Manager hey. and <laughs> and uh, there's a Startup tab in Task Manager and just... I would, Whenever I see people saying that Windows is too slow, it's because every program you install tries to make it so it launches on startup. So if you go into that startup tab in Task Manager and Mm -hmm. just start banhammering everything like Steam, if you have Steam starting on Windows boot, that'll really slow down your boot times. So I disable it so that Steam only opens when I want it to, and it saves me a lot of time. So I'd recommend just off the bat going in there and doing that or Mm -hmm. looking for something like Puppy Linux if you've already done all that.
1: Cool. All right. Uh, but the answer is not a Mac, right? <laughs> I do have a question from
0: William Strom, Bill Strom. (laughs) He's just going to go over that. Yeah, go for it. NVIDIA GeForce web drivers are typically identified for NVIDIA's Fermi, Kepler, Maxwell, and Pascal architectures as NVIDIA. Apple has refused to authorize NVIDIA web drivers for its latest Mojave OS, but all those drivers still work for High Sierra and earlier operating systems. Where does that leave NVIDIA web drivers for the Turing architecture, such as the new NVIDIA GTX 1660 Ti graphics cards?
1: Didn't we answer this one already?
0: Did we? I feel like we did. Oh,
1: I I that's think fine. the answer was get a PC. Get a PC. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I think Bill. we talked
1: about this. Uh all right. Uh Savio uh is asking uh, did we hear about John Cell uh joining Intel? Uh, also we'll mention uh Frank Azor from Alienware has moved over to AMD as well. So
2: supposedly it's we not, haven't gotten yeah, confirmation yeah. on that yet.
1: Supposedly.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, we actually did an article. Mark Hockman did an article about John Cell joining Intel. He is—he's uh, worked at all the big chip companies you can think of. Most recently, he was one of the chief uh, Windows—or not Windows—Xbox architects, chip architects, and he joined Intel to focus specifically on security underneath Rajiv So, yeah, that's another big Raja. hire from
1: them. Yeah, is he a public-facing kind of guy? Uh,
3: to not as to as big a degree as like you would think of if you think of like jim keller roger kadori but jim cell is someone who goes around and gets interviewed a lot yeah okay he's uh he's going to be specifically i was reading an interview with uh venture beat just this morning actually uh he's going to be heading up their system uh, security their chip security which in the wake of specter and meltdown and everything is a big focus over intel so they hired him to be their security guy. nice
1: A uh, friend of the show, Rusty, is asking uh, which Zen two CPU are you all looking forward to reviewing the most?
0: Probably the sixteen core later on.
1: I mean that won't that's seven fifty high
0: end, but I think. What about of this launch? Of this launch, the twelve core. I always kind of like the big ones, right? Because it's it'll be interesting to see if that part can. Honestly, I I'm actually interested in reviewing all of them. I I do think they have you know obviously a better multi-threaded value. They're probably going to win there. Single-threaded, I'm interested to see if these leaked rumors come out. And then the other really big issue i wonder is if they close the gaming gap, you know, that 20% yep. gaming difference with very fast GPUs, as somebody was wanting to complain to me about, at lower <laughs> resolutions, at non-GPU-bound things. So if you're running 2080 Ti's at 1080p, <laughs> you know, 240 hertz panel is it still going to be 20% slower than mm-hmm. typical Intel. So I'm very interested to see if they've closed the gap to where um, it doesn't make any difference. So as, as I've said before, that to me is the most significant thing of this launch, other than awesome amounts of uh, multi-threaded performance.
3: I 100% agree. And for that reason, I'm actually most intrigued to see Ryzen 5 series chips and how they perform, uh, yep. because that is the bang for buck mainstream one. And if they manage to close that bang for buck mainstream gaming
2: gap, mm-hmm. that's
3: going to be a really part.
2: Yep. Total agreement with you, Brad.
1: Um who is it? Uh Peter, friend of the show. Peter's asking uh which which CPU would we buy with our own money? Ooh.
3: I have an eighteen hundred X in my system right now. Uh if I can get a BIOS update for my motherboard, um I'm actually considering buying the eight core version. So the thirty seven hundred X I think it is. Of course, I'm going to wait for reviews. I'm going to wait to see how everything falls out. But I feel like the second gen chips were a big jump over first gen chips with the way they handled smart clock ramping and whatnot. And it seems like this one's uh, just going to push it even further. So I'm I, I'm I'm considering actually buying a 3800 X to replace my 1800 X, depending on how reviews go.
2: Wait, would you get the 3700 X or the 3800 X?
3: There's, uh, there's actually two in the that. more expensive one. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Uh to tack on oh, does anyone else have say what they would get? I
2: oh it's hard.
1: It's really hard. I'd pro- I'd probably do
0: the uh thirty seven hundred X just for the money. I mean I'd I would really like the thirty nine hundred X 12 cores of this. Um but I probably can't justify that for what I've been doing these days. So <laughs>
2: I think I would probably go with a 3700X, or I mean, depends what my budget is, right? So, if I was feeling a little more loose with the wallet, I would do that, or I would actually try one of the Ryzen five parts because it's like, I mean, I had a 2500K for years nothing served me so well. And, it, you know, now if it, I got something that was like six cores, 12 threads, <clears throat> and still had really great gaming performance, like the supposed, you know, exclusive oh, yeah. review, like, why not?
3: Yeah, if I was building a new PC from scratch, and they do close the gaming gap, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, everything we're talking about, I think I would be most inclined to get a Ryzen 5 chip.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for most people, that's more than, you know, that's plenty, right? 3,665 watts.
1: Uh, to tack on to the top of that, uh, the Cobra is asking, do we really need 16 cores, or would you, or would you rather have, okay, here we go, would you rather have 16 cores, uh, or 8 cores with higher clocks? Each of us. I think logically it
0: makes you would get more out of a core higher clock. I mean that's why, as much as people complain about ninety nine hundred K, it's it's a butt kicking part because of that high clock. Um, More cores is nice for those few times you use it, Um, but yeah, generally high clock is better for most people. I just like the idea, like you know, if again if you like, you know, you like a V eight because you like a V eight, you like that torque it's nice you never use it except sitting in traffic so what's the point
2: i would agree with that for most people as my advice but for me personally i actually might go with more course just because i do less gaming on pc and i actually do a little bit more like video clip making type stuff for all my dancing so having more course would help I'm, i'll
3: keep this just as neutral uh i don't have a preference but something i've said on recent shows that i really agree with uh, i'm really happy that ryzen has come up and has all these cores, and Intel's fighting back with single-thread performance because I love having options. Mm. Depending on what you do, I mean, you can get that kick-ass high-clock eight-core thing, or if you need all those cores, you can just go get all those cores from AMD now. And I love that there are options available now.
0: Mm. Yeah, competition is good; it makes everybody work harder. Cause, and it ultimately for consumers
1: is better.
2: Gives you more choices.
1: Uh, better choices. Yeah, I would prefer eight cores with higher clocks personally. 900k then adam (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people are keep asking that question is 900k still relevant i think we'll answer that once we have final reviews out so yeah yeah uh yeah Yeah. uh to to get to some of the questions on discord uh alan is asking uh why can't all video cards be bus powered it's quite a hassle to deal with power cords if you have a bunch of high-end gpus
3: because you can only get so much power through the motherboard like, it's only rated for so much. Uh, They could go... Apple just actually introduced some crazy, custom, proprietary, ultra-high-powered PCIe slot for the new Mac Pro. But, I mean, unless the PCIe group manages to wrest that out of their hands... I mean, I don't see that coming to PC anytime soon. You're just going to have power cords because you need to get the power to the GPU and the motherboards can't supply it through the PCIe slot. Yeah. I remember, there was a big deal when the RX 480 came out because it turned out it was drawing too much power through the PCIe slot above rating. So there's a big brouhaha over mm. that. So,
1: can PCIe four uh,
0: provide more power, or is it still I don't, capped? I don't think. I think it's still seventy five watts through the slot. I don't think they increased the actual power delivery. Oh, uh, yeah, they didn't. Okay,
1: interesting. Uh, big mom, a friend of the show, Big mom is asking, are we going to add nine hundred KS? to the ryzen 3000 review meeting or, or are we going to add that into the testing uh also can you test the 3900x in an average b450 board to let others see if it if it's stable for stock usage
0: yeah i i don't have to look to see if i have a b450 board i don't know if i'd have time to do that That's the tricky part. That's always the tricky part.
3: You never have enough time to do all the stuff you want to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then also, it seems a little bit. I mean, would you really be putting a 3900X into a whatever $80 motherboard? I mean, it's sort of one of those things where. Eh, I
3: think generally, B450. Like I was saying to Atlanta, B450, I think the X50 lineup from AMD is the sweet spot unless you want to run multiple GPUs or PCIe 4. So. I can understand why people would take a, 39, a 3,700X or whatever one you're talking about and put it in a B450.
1: Yeah, I'm we, sh- we have a lot of people in the chat saying that it would be interesting to see a B450 board. I, I 50. imagine it's not going to not work,
0: right? So um, 3,700X, 3,600X, I don't think there are any issues. 3,800X should be fine, too. It is; These are 7 nanometer parts. The power, the power consumption of them looks pretty awesome. They've been touting awesome. So power is not an issue. I don't imagine any of them will, would really have any stability issues.
2: Well, they're asking about the 12-core part, the 3900X. Yeah, I right?
0: imagine that would work, too. I don't that's, have these part numbers down, Pat, yet. Yeah. it's <laughs> the, There it's, are many this time. Yeah, it's a 105-watt TDP part. Um, if you could run 1800X and a B450, yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to run a 3900X. So I, and for the Intel part,
3: uh, I think that's not coming out till fall, right? The 9900KS?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's. And it'll be a different world by then, right? We'll see. Because it's yep. going to be. By this fall,
1: 3950X, the 16 core part will be out. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we got kind of a in the weeds one uh, that I got some clarification on from uh, Doug Parker. Uh, he said, Will fiscal unclonable functions ever be a key part of gaming? And I asked him for. A little more context on what that. He said uh, all random numbers are really pseudo random. So if an unclonable function can be created that reports a random yes no bit in the computer's innards, then can using a that more random number create a game whose function is better because it's more truly random? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there. uh That,
3: That seems extremely theoretical. I agree with Gordon I have no idea but it seems like pseudo random number versus true random number can be a very important in cryptography and stuff my guess would be in gaming it's functionally equivalent at this point that's just me talking out of my ass off the top of my head though
0: so Are you, i think basically we're expressing that everyone is disappointed by random number generators in games <laughs> yes yeah they rely on them so much and it just always seems it's like a Las Vegas casino where you always lose. It never is like you win. You win one out of 100 times.
3: And that's why when you're playing like Baldur's Gate or whatever, you just keep re rolling until you get the stats you want. Yeah, and I think there have
0: been hardware. I mean, random number generators have. I have, I have not paid attention to. God, didn't Intel try that years ago? They did some improved random number generator and people got angry. But no, wait, no, that was that was a processor ID. That was it.
1: We got a kind of a long one uh, from a uh, a general, generally new listener watcher. Glad to to have you, F two F Tech. Question for Gordon and Brad: A long one. My question is around how well do we think previous generations of NVIDIA GPU architectures will age? We've all seen Kepler drop off considerably since its unbalanced four warp schedulers and 192 core SMM design is no longer being tuned and optimized. Do we think Maxwell and Pascal? pascal will suffer a similar fate uh it goes on further uh yeah
3: i would say that those older nvidia cards the bigger issue is that they have less memory than modern game needs than what you were talking about i think that nvidia gets a bum rap about its cards not aging well i think that nvidia's cards actually they come out they're competitive It doesn't have fine wine because their drivers are actually usually very well optimized on day one for games when they come out. That being said, they do put a lot of work into drivers. Like Their DirectX 12 performance improved drastically over the course of the last couple of years, even on the same hardware. Like It was getting whomped in Ashes of Singularity by Radeon cards, and now it's dead heat. Uh, I think NVIDIA gets a bum rap. I expect the cards to age just as well as they have been, which I guess like it sounds like you're not happy with Maxwell. But I don't think they are going to suffer any more or less so than any other NVIDIA cards have in the past. And I think that Radeon's fine wine is a result of ongoing optimizations because they're not as fine-tuned on day one as GeForce's game-ready drivers.
0: Hmm. That would make a lot of sense. Right. Uh, that being
3: said, Radeon's been getting real good. I'm not trash-talking Radeon. They've been doing awesome with software, so don't yeah, take they, that they as a blow. But there stuff. definitely yeah. is,
0: there was a period where they had even backed off of updating drivers, just update drivers, and they weren't. Yeah. I mean, they they're, yep. they had a bad rep for drivers, deservably, yep. from years and years ago, mm-hmm. and if those day-one drivers were really bad, they look awesome now because now the drivers are better, right? So that's
1: that uh, that perception. All right. A couple more. Then we'll get out of here. Uh, Sanders uh, is asking, uh, with the current th- a 3600 review, we see some really bad memory writes in AIDA ADA, uh, and pretty bad latency. Do we think this is still a BIOS problem like it was with X470? And once it gets fixed, do we think it will improve performance? I don't know if I can talk about that. Okie uh, we'll <laughs> uh This is kind of a universal thing, but I think I'll ask it again. Uh, Zor Glub, a friend of the show Zor Glub, uh, are, sti- are Are when will games start using more than four cores, eight, twelve, six? You know, we're getting all these cores from AMD. When are we going to start seeing games use more?
3: We're already starting to see it in open world games. Like if you play like Watch Dogs Two or all those open world games, they'll scale pretty well. Uh, Battlefield Five does as well. Uh, we're starting to see it more and more. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it start to pick up more drastically after the launch of the next console generation because yep. they'll finally have Just eight core same. Ryzen chips in there. So I know mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's already it's already taking baby steps in that direction. We're seeing a lot more in open world games. I think. Once developers are trying to optimize all their games around 8-core Ryzen, which is going to be the next-gen console, then we'll start to see support for more cores become more common. So a couple of years.
1: Thanks. Uh, uh, or, sorry. On the topic of uh, next-generation consoles, uh, Blue Kid has a softball for you, Gordon. Uh, let's guess how much the PC market goes up now that PS5 and Nextbox are looking very disappointing. Really? I didn't know. Were the people disappointed with that? <laughs> I, it seems like
0: most console people are very happy with it. I, I do want to add though, on Brad's question. I think we are sort of at the days where you need six-plus cores at this point for gaming because I, I think there's definitely also a disconnect with gaming, too, where people rely on the benchmarks. They rely on these sort of like scripted, we're going to run through one section of a game. Mm-hmm. If you actually sit down and play a game sometimes and you you just look at the amount of CPU cores being used yep. and spikes... It's actually getting to be fairly impressive. Far Cry Five, I was really kind of blown away on a, a Core i seven six core laptop. With, you know, with a, with hyper threading, is decently used, using a decent amount of threads. So I would say Division Two. Uh, I've, I've been noticing Division Two. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot going on underneath. It really feels like you really should, you know, four plus four, you know, with hyper threading, still very decent perf- performance. But you know, feels like six 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 is six plus. You know, is better these days. I think you'd four with and you can get by. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think people read a little too much into it. It's like, yeah, it's like you you can't not play with, suddenly you can't play with a 7700K. No, you can still play. It's going to mm-hmm. still be pretty awesome for that person yep. using it, but is it going to be as good as an experience as a 8700K or a 900K or a 2700X? Eh, maybe not in some games.
1: All right, last question from Renee: uh, Will we get a benchmark that compares the old and new scheduler for AMD? I don't think I will try if
0: I have time. But, again, this is going to be a compressed review schedule. This is going to be something that's going to happen. I will point out that Hardworn Box, Steve's already done some testing, and he basically says, I ain't seeing it. Also, Jared at PC Gamer says, I see nothing either. What's going on? I actually did some testing on a Threadripper 32-core 2990X WX. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get blown away here. And I went from 1809 Windows to 1903. I used two specific things, which I've been told work. One is Firestrike. It's like marginal improvement, zero almost. I mean, it really wasn't anything. I didn't see it on a ripper, which you would assume would get the most out of it because you're looking at, you know, four dies. It's not just, you know. And then also 7-Zip, which, you know, I've had issues with. um in the past, a lot of people said it was actually a problem with the scheduler and Windows. All these kinds of blah, blah blah. I didn't see anything either. I was I was really just kind of disappointed. I sort of just stopped doing my testing because I I didn't have time to go back and retest it. And I thought oh, I must be I have to wait for a new driver. But then I saw Steve and I saw Jared's results, and I was like, I think there is another shoe that must have to be dropped because nobody has seen this big uplift from the scheduler update from nineteen oh three yet.
1: All right, I hope that answers it. Uh, no, people, no, people want more performance. I wonder if Gordon. it
3: has to come in the chipset updates in the new motherboards.
0: I I don't know. I I do wonder. Like maybe there's a BIOS update. Maybe there's a driver update that has to be dropped. I thought I was told 1903 has a new scheduler should be fine. And then the the drivers only for the 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 clock ramping feature. But who knows, right? We we'll, we'll, mm. we have to wait a little bit. It feels like. Yeah. Switch to Linux. All right. (laughs) That did actually... Yes, that is definitely one of those like... Yes. People pointed out the problems with the Windows scheduler if you looked at uh, Linux performance. So uh,
2: Couldn't see that one coming.
0: All right, let's do it. Mm-mm. Let's get out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're done. Sorry, that's We're fine. done. <laughs> All right, we're check back next week. your fix of PC talk on the Full Nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. As you heard, if you send it to us, we will actually read it once in a while earlier. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Nung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elena Yee. Bye everyone. Adam Patrick Murray's going to hit the out switch.
1: Uh, go play the Lego Racing thing in Forza Horizon Four. Yes. It's super fun. Yes. Good. Yeah, it's good.